What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Progress on Purpose podcast, where we believe in intentional, purposeful living. We are a community of people who seek to be intentional about how we think and behave towards an intended goal. I am so happy to be back on the show. If this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for joining in. And I say us because we are a community, an entire community of people. Like I said, we believe in what we say, think, and do, and it's power to govern our ability to make progress towards our goal. If you are not new to our community and you are coming back again, welcome back. Thank you so much for being committed to Progress on Purpose podcast. And I hope that you are not just listening, but that you have subscribed, you are sharing, and you continue to talk about this podcast. And you know what? I have to apologize because this episode is not just late, but I did not record last week either. And before I give you a list of excuses, just know that they do not accommodate for how much I have missed you. All right. Now that I got that out of the way, I do want to say I am so sorry that I did not record last week, but your girl was tired. And I realized in that week that self-care was more important for me. So I apologize. And I had people hitting me up saying, hey, you didn't record today. What's going on? And I had to let them know I was extremely exhausted. I had a very exhausting week and it was not feasible for me to record Um, And sometimes those personal self-care decisions are what is most important. And we have to be mindful of that. Never trying to do something that will cause us to overextend ourselves. And then yesterday, um, yeah, the episode that was supposed to come out yesterday is coming out right now. So thank you guys for being patient with me and tuning in again, being committed. I really, truly appreciate it. I do have some people popping out, and this is the segment of the show called Popping Out, where we highlight, celebrate, and give kudos to people or things in the media, mainstream or otherwise, who are living intentionally to make progress towards their goals, make strides in the community or in the lives of others, and overall just make this world better by doing what is necessary and I gotta pause for a second because I know some of you could still hear that my voice is just not where it's supposed to be but God be praised we gonna go on anyhow but all right this week I want to do something a little different normally I shout someone out that I have seen um come across in media social media tv wherever it may be Today, actually, I want to introduce a popping post. So this is something that I saw on actually on Facebook. I'm someone that I'm friends with. Her name is Haley and she posted this uh, post and it jumped out to me and I want to share it with you. It says, whatever you are not changing, you are choosing. Read that again. So I'm going to read it again. It says, whatever you are not changing, you are choosing. And I found that to be pretty significant because 
it's the truth. If we don't actively work on something um, that we see needs improvement, then we are choosing to allow that to continue in our lives. And so I know that a lot of us have these lofty 2020 visions and goals. And, you know, whenever a new year comes in, we always just go ham for the lamb and start doing all of these different um, resolutions and saying what the next year is going to be. And don't let it be a new decade like 2020 coming in where people really go, go in. And my only hope is that we are continuing to be intentional about the goals that we set, making sure that they are Um, achievable and attainable, making sure that we have measurement tools and we, we are putting things in place to not just say that we're going to do something, but to actually do it because otherwise we are there. We are therefore choosing to stay in the position that we're in. So, and I really appreciate that because all year I've been in a space where I've been trying to identify just little things that I want to change that I that I decided I don't want this to be like this anymore. And so I'm going to change it. One of those things has been my attitude and um, my outlook towards certain things. And I can kind of get into it and I have gotten into it in other uh, episodes, but I've actively decided to be my least difficult self. For the last two months and that alone has eliminated so many things, um, so many conflicts um, and it's it's making me better. And so I guess that's why that post dropped out, jumped out to me because it's something that I'm actively working on. And usually when, you know, you see something that you're already interested in, it automatically jumps out to you. So that is the pop out of the week. Please, now that I have introduced post to our pop out segment, if you see a post on Facebook or Instagram that really speaks to you, jumps out to you, please send it in to me. You can DM me on Instagram at Progress on Purpose Podcast. Don't forget to follow first. Or you can message me on Facebook um, at Progress on Purpose Podcast page or send me an email. And I really want to know not just what the post says, but I also want to know why it's jumped out to you. Why it it's so significant to you. And you can tell me your personal experience. Um, if you want to remain anonymous, that's fine. But I would love to share um, how that particular post is motivating you or inspiring you or or challenging you to be better. So today is another solo episode and I really don't plan to be on here long, but as I was preparing, I do realize that it's going to be a two-part episode. So it'll be this week and then next week, um, which is the week of Christmas. Um, In this episode and next week's episode, I want to share some nuggets with you as we prepare for New Year's goals and set ourselves up to maintain our winning season, not just uh, now, but for the rest of our lives, Um, all for the last 
three and a half months we've been in the winning season on this show and the season is coming to an end um but before it does this episode and next week's episode will wrap up the winning season but it should not wrap up your winning season so this season should continue for the rest of your life and each week we talked about different nuggets that will help you to walk in your your winning season and maintain it. And, and I brought on different people who shared their experience and gave us so much wisdom on how to um, live your best life. So please, over the 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 break or if you want, go back and listen to. Um, the episodes that precede this one to really get a foundation for what the winning season is all about and how to maintain it throughout your life. But in this episode, I put together a list of frenemies that have dual purpose in our lives. And if we're not careful, we can find ourselves on the wrong side of the coin. And listen, it is my prayer and intention that everyone wins continuously, well beyond your New Year's resolutions, far beyond what you have planned for the next year, but that the seeds that you sow in this next season, whether those be financial seeds, um, intellectual seeds, whatever it is, and of course, it's all done on purpose, um, those things will catapult you into your property prosperous, wealthy life. And I'm not just talking about money. When I think about wealth, I don't think just about money, but it's it's total wealth. I am just crazy enough to believe that we can win no matter what. And let me define what is. It may be different from you for you, but if you're an adult and we can all agree that adulting can be difficult, you may fall into any one of these categories, paying bills that exceed or come close to the amount of income that you have, or you have goals um, that you want to achieve, but you have limited resources, limited time, some type of limits. Um, You have great ideas, but something is holding you back. Time, fear, finances, resources, your past, your present, Um, any of those categories. And I'm sure there could be a laundry list of them are the what, right? But no matter what, we still have an obligation to when we were put on this earth for and with purpose and on purpose. And it is our our birthright, but also our, our, our obligation to overcome different situations and overcome um, circumstances and win anyway. So this episode is all about frenemies and frenemies is basically things that are our friends or show themselves friendly, but they also have a rival side to them. So when I looked at the definition of frenemy, it says it refers to a person who has dual properties or purposes. It is an oxymoron that refers to a person with whom one is friendly despite a fundamental dislike or rivalry, or a person who combines the characteristics of a friend and an enemy. So on the one hand, we're friends, but on the other hand, we're rivals. 
And the enemy just, you know, so we all know, is a thing that harms or weakens something else. Now, in this episode, I'm not going to call nobody out. I'm not talking about people. What I am talking about is things and feelings and habits that are frenemies for us. Those things that can help us, but they can also harm us if we are not careful. So today I'm going to talk about three frenemies and next week we'll conclude with three more that um, I've been meditating on. So the first one is consistency. And consistency is a friend because when you develop consistent behaviors, it leads to small victories. Consistency is the key to success. When you read any book, you talk to anyone who is successful and in different measures of success, they will all tell you that consistency is key. You will not always have the best day, but I've come to learn that building consistency and committing to what you say you're going to do or in doing what you say you're going to do is better than not doing anything at all. And I don't have to search for an example. Uh, Just look at what happened to me over the last two weeks. I had consistently been recording, you know, every Tuesday, I, I record on Tuesday nights, which allows me to produce the content for the podcast. And for a long time, I was happy with my own progress, right? But then what happened was I allowed life to interrupt my consistency and the result was a lack of productivity. And so, of course, hindsight is twenty twenty, and I realized that there were some things that I could have done differently to be more productive, but the fact of the matter is that I didn't. And so, because there was no consistency, there was no product, and because there was no product, there was no victory to celebrate. And this applies to all things, right? Because I believe that how you do anything is how you do everything. I also found this to be true when it comes to finances. Um, in this particular year, I did an experiment with my finances and by experiment, I mean, I just put some money to the side on a consistent basis. And what I found was that I was able to actually save money that I didn't tap into as opposed to, um, you know, putting a lump sum to the side that I'm like, you know, it just has a different flow when you are consistent versus when you're not consistent. Now, consistency is a frenemy because it forces you to hold yourself to a standard that you have to be ready to maintain. And if we are honest with ourselves, sometimes we're not ready for the things that we say we're going to do. Consistency causes us to look introspectively and be honest with ourselves about whether or not we can handle something that we set our mind to. I have a lot of people who ask me, oh, hey, I have an idea for a podcast. I want to start a podcast. And the one thing that I tell them is great, but you got to be sure that you can be consistent with it because you're going to build an audience. You're going to build trust with people and they expect certain things every week. And if you are not consistent and you know that you cannot commit to it, I would say don't do it or, you know, have a schedule that you set from the beginning 
and you uh, stick to that schedule and let people know what that schedule is. But don't say it's going to be weekly and then it not be weekly because then people are going to be hitting you up when you don't do what you say you're going to do. So it, it holds us to, a, to the standard that we set for ourselves. You can also think about it in terms of um, school, right? How when you set out to go to school, especially as an adult, um, you got to be careful because if you are not consistently setting a pace for yourself, setting aside time to study and time to do your work, it can be very overwhelming. My last master's degree was mostly online and there were many, many weeks where I was making stuff up at the last minute because I did not build structure in place. And I wasn't, I wasn't consistently studying, consistently reading. And so I was, you know, falling behind and having to play catch up. And I don't know about you, but I hate playing catch up. Like catch up is for the birds. I don't like doing it because it's stressful and it can be just a mess. So the bottom line is that consistency can be a good thing because it allows us to produce small victories, but it also can be an eye opener for us. And and it can be a a frenemy if we're not consistent, because um, what happens is we'll put ourselves in a situation where we have to hold ourselves to a standard that we cannot handle. And there's nothing wrong with saying, I can't handle this right now. I can't do it right now. Guess what? I'm still enough. I can still do other things. I just can't do this. Right? So, hey, that's the reason why certain relationships don't work because we want it, but we're not ready to be consistent in certain behaviors so that that relationship thrives. And, um, You know, if we don't make swift changes, that relationship can go down a drain. And so um, consistency definitely was something that is I think that we should pay attention to um, when it comes to going into uh, 2020 and planning for beyond 2020. Right. Uh, Are we are we going to be consistent about the things that we set out to do? And if not, it's okay. It's okay to admit it and move on or admit it and change. The second frenemy is limits, 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 limits. Limits are a good thing. We need to set limits. We need to set boundaries. We need to put things in place so that we don't allow certain behaviors or actions to take place that will cause us to either come out of character or cause us to be off our game. Um, I think about, you know, how when I got married, I had to put some financial limits on myself before. Like I said, in the last episode, episode 13, I was I would go to the mall, spend whatever I wanted to spend because it was my money. I earned it. But when I got married and had to have a budget so that the lifestyle that I wanted, I can maintain, I had set limits on my on on my spending. And it was a good thing because it helped me to maintain the lifestyle that I lived. It helped and, and that's what limits do. They help us to stick to our goals. They help us to um, not allow certain 
behaviors or actions either in ourselves or from other people to take place. It's a necessary thing to set limits. Um, And if we're not careful, not setting limits can lead to um, chaos. Uh, Limits is a friend of me, however, because you have to be consistent across the board with them. Once you set a limit or a boundary, you have to be fair to it. You have to stick to it because limits are like rules. If you bend them, it promotes inconsistency and double mindedness. Now, before you sit there and say you don't know what I'm talking about or um, if you're struggling to understand an example, just take a look at dieting. Because that's something that we could all uh, or most of us can understand, right? Dieting for me (laughs) has been a roller coaster. I don't know about you, but it's been a roller coaster. Not just dieting, but exercise too. Let me just tell all my business. Um, I'm the type of person where... um, April, April for, oh no, January 1st, I'm at the gym, I'm signing up, I'm there every day, you know, I, I, I say I'm going to commit to, you know, five days a week, I'm going to be there for an hour, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I set, I set the time up in my, in my uh, schedule, on my phone, this is sacred time, you know, so I put the limits in place so that I could be successful, but then what happens? life and inconsistency and excuses and um I fall off and then so because I bent the 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 curve one time the limit one time I find myself bending it again and again and again until I find myself falling all the way off the wagon um one of the things that has worked for me, however, because um, we all have to know ourselves. And for me, when it comes to dieting, I can't say um, I can't I can't have limits on what I'm going to eat. What I can control is when I eat. So I, and that came from a journey of trying different things. Right. But I have realized that what has made me both most successful is uh, one meal a day, the OMAD diet and or lifestyle where I eat one meal a day and within an hour and I can have whatever I want. I don't have to have any restrictions. If I choose to have restrictions, it's because I want to cut back in one area or another, but it's totally up to me. But guess what? When I go out to dinner and they put that bread on the table, I'm going to have a couple of pieces of bread because it's what it, it's I'm having my meal that one time and it's going to be all right. Amen. Um. So, yeah, that you, I found something that worked for me. And it caused me to maintain consistency. So uh, all I'm trying to say is if you want to set limits or you should set limits rather, but make sure there are limits that you can uphold because you don't want to set limits and then find yourself bending them for, you know, you know, selfish gain. And, and, and really limits are something that if they are, done correctly they can really really benefit us right um think about the different successful people different millionaires people who um, have overcome tremendous hardships or have brought themselves out of 
a place where they were poor or, you know, whatever. They all have set limits in their personal life, um, whether it be with the people that they hang around or their finances or whatever it is. And it has helped them. I'll never forget Oprah Winfrey. I was watching something or reading something or listening to something. And I found out that she, when she's in the car, she doesn't listen to any type of um, noise. She doesn't want to hear music from the radio because, or, or, you know, conversations on the radio. She doesn't want to listen to anything because she doesn't want anything clouding her mind, clouding her judgment. That is a limit that she puts on herself. But what it does is it allows her to be in her own thoughts and think about, you know, what she wants to think about. And, um, that's something that I adopted two years ago. And I could tell you from experience, it's helped me so much just to have a clear, clear mind. Hey, intentional people. I had to interrupt the show to talk to you about a resource that I know we can all benefit from. As go-getters and goal-getters, sometimes we get stuck, hindered, or find ourselves needing help in one area or another. I know for me, for many years, I was hindered by the opinions of others, which led to many insecurities and setbacks. It took more than prayer, honey, to get me out of the funk that I was in. What helped so much was that I began talking to a licensed therapist who helped me get to the root of my issues so that I could build myself back up to see myself as God sees me. I began seeing a therapist on a consistent basis and it changed my life. This is why I'm excited to tell you about BetterHelp.com. It is a secure online professional counseling service that is available for clients worldwide. BetterHelp has a short questionnaire that will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counseling network, which may not be available locally in many areas. Regardless of if you are seeking individual, couple, or even teen counseling, there is someone for you. Here are four things that I absolutely love about this service. One, you can log on to your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. Two, you get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. Three, BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so that they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. And four, it is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit BetterHelp.com P-O-P and join the over 500 thousand people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Progress on Purpose podcast listeners get a special discount of 10% off your first month, allowing you to save even more money off this amazing service. Visit betterhelp.com P-O-P and start a conversation today. You never know, it may be the most important conversation of your life. That's better 
H-E-L-P dot com slash P-O-P. Let's get back to the show. All right. Um, the third and final um, friend of me that I want to talk about today, and I told you I wasn't going to be on here long, is fear. Fear is a feeling induced by perceived danger or threat that occurs in certain types of organisms, which causes a change in metabolic and organ functions and ultimately change in behavior, such as fleeing, hiding, or freezing from perceived traumatic events. Now, I said a whole lot, but we know what fear is, right? We know what fear feels like. It can be traumatic. It can be debilitating. Um, but the thing to, to understand about fear is that it's a feeling. And it's a feeling that comes about when we think that we are in danger or we think that there is some type of threat on our life in one way, shape or another. So fear, of course, is um, something that is one of the more negative um, frenemies, right? It has more negative connotation than anything because it is not something that we we desire, um, we know from the the Bible that fear is not something that God gives to us. The Bible tells us that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Um, so fear is not given to us by God, but that does not mean that we don't experience it. That does not mean that we don't know what it's like. We experience it um, all the time, as a matter of fact. And even in the Bible, there were people who experienced it. Um, like Peter, he got afraid when he was walking on water and, um, Jesus had to come and calm the sea and, and say to him, Hey, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? So Peter experienced fear and Jesus said, why don't you have any faith in this in this season? And I could deal with that, but I'm not going to. All I am going to say is that the opposite of fear is faith. And we got to remember that, that when we are fearful, the, the, the thing to do is be faithful and be full of faith in that moment. But at a basic level, fear guides our fight or flight responses and helps us to stay safe and alive. So fear has some positives, right? It allows us to react quickly and um, it heightens our senses and awareness and keeps us alert um, and helps us to better prepare for certain things. And so when we have those gut feelings, right? Uh, whether they they cause butterflies in our stomach or they cause us to be nervous or anxious, it could actually be a good thing sometimes because it can mean, hey, do a little bit more research. Wait on that. Don't don't jump so quickly into that. Um, and so fear is a friend of me because it can be both debilitating if we're not if we're not careful, but it could also cause us to. Um, take a second look at stuff. I, over the summer, I um, had someone visit me about these solar panels on my roof. 
and they talked a good game and they were like, oh, you know, you won't have to pay anything out of pocket. It'll save you some money um, and yada, 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 yada. And I was like, okay, this sounds good. Let me, you know, I, and I ended up signing up because I could be a sucker sometimes for that kind of stuff. Like you tell me something good. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> and I'll just sign up. But right after the, the gentleman left, I started to get this gut feeling like this, this, I don't know about this one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know? And, and so I started to ask some questions. I started to do some research in the neighborhood. I talked to a couple of my neighbors. Um, some of them had already signed up and some of them didn't. So I, I, you know, I was still a little conflicted. And then I spoke to a contractor and he, he, he came out to my house and he said, I mean, literally the first thing he said was, you have so much shade around this house that, you're they're, they're gonna put those solar panels on your um your roof and you're gonna be stuck in a 20 to 30 year commitment and you're not going to see any benefit from it because you have too much shade and he said if I were you I would jump right out of that contract immediately and so I had to call the gentleman who came over from the solar company and we were like oh we had passed certain levels of approval and he told me he was going to get in trouble from his superiors for canceling. And, you know, I was just like, Oh, I'm sorry, but it's, it, it gotta go this way. Um, but that fear that I had, that feeling that I had that something just was not right, allowed me to do a little bit more research and come to find out it was something that was going to, it could cause more harm than good. So just to recap, there are a couple of frenemies, things that have dual or serve dual purpose um, and in our life, things that can be very beneficial um, and at the same time can be harmful. And depending on how we navigate through them, they can um, determine the outcome. The first was consistency. Um, being consistent allows us to produce small victories. However, we have to be sure to, um, hold ourselves to the standard that we are ready to maintain a standard that we're ready to maintain. Right. The second was limits. Um, setting limits and boundaries is a great thing, um, because it helps us to stick to our goals. However, we have to be consistent. We can't bend the boundary, right? We can't, um, bend the boundary because then it leads to inconsistency. And the third was fear. Fear most like most mostly has a negative connotation because it um, comes about when we perceive danger or threat. However, it can be a good thing because it causes us to research. It causes us to pause. It causes us to think again. It causes us to wait a little bit and um, check things out before we proceed. Um, and so those are the first three. I'm going to come back on next week and talk about the next three frenemies. But I hope that you enjoyed today's show. Thank you so much for listening. Um, please share with someone this episode. And if you would like to be continue to be a part of this community of intentional, purposeful people and live on purpose, kindly subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. All right. Thank you so much. I love you. And I will talk to you next week.